Welcome to The Room, where we talk about the hard parts of leadership that every great leader goes through, but no one wants to talk about. I'm Jenny Dufresne, host of The Room podcast and CEO of Leaders Transform, a business growth training firm. I am a global leader, former United States Marine, international best-selling author, community, and business leader. The Room is your safe space. We'll talk about the things that are difficult for leaders, the tough stuff that leaders aren't willing to be vulnerable about, but we really need to. So come on in, close the door, join me in the room. I know leaders and I know leadership. Imagine spending your day, or at least a portion of your day, in the warm embrace of water. You see, I had to figure out what had happened. And each morning, I would get in my car, feeling like the weight of the world was on me. I'd get in my car, put my seatbelt on, turn the radio way down, and I would start driving. I had never thought about swimming, but after everything came to an end, I had to figure out how to recover. I had to figure out how to get my bearings. I had to figure out who I was again. And so it occurred to me that water would be the healing and the comfort that I needed. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't know how to swim. But what I figured out is I could at least get in the pool, get a kickboard, and kick through the water back and forth. And so that's exactly what I did. Get in my car. I would drive that hour drive. I'd walk to the nanatorium, and I would hear the water. The nanatorium was dark, and usually when I got there at seven in the morning, there was nobody there except me and one of the attendants. And I would find my kickboard and walk over, feeling the coldness of the concrete on my bottom of my feet, and I would walk to the edge of the pool and sit down put my swim goggles on my face and I would slide into the water. At first, it was a shock to feel the coldness, but it wasn't really cold. It was just the difference of temperature. And I would slide into the water, put the kickboard in front of me, and I would start. I did that every day, this exercise of swimming in the nanatorium that was dark and close and safe. I did this swim for almost two months, back and forth. An Olympic-sized pool was really huge, but the coolness of the water, the feeling of comfort that surrounded me 
just helped me shed all of the stuff that I had collected in my body. All of the anger, all of the sadness, all of the disappointment, all of the elation, all of those emotions that were stuck inside of my body, not really allowing me to move forward in my life, move forward in my plans. And so that Olympic-sized pool, the nanatorium that was mostly dark, it just felt so womb-like, really. And every once in a while, I would get there in the morning and there'd be a group of 70-year-old women who were laughing and jovial, enjoying their life. And I would look over at them as they were doing their jazzercise in the water and I would just smile because I loved their life. I loved the life that they were exuding. I loved the laughter that they were sharing. And as I slid into the water and I started paddling, kick, kicking through the water, I remembered why I was there and what I needed to reclaim. I needed to reclaim myself. I needed to reclaim the joy that I had. I needed to reclaim the memories that I had of things that went well. I needed to let go of the things that didn't go well. And so up and back, up and back. And sometimes the attendant would have this really smooth, crazy, awesome jazz music on. And it seemed like the right, always the right notes that would touch me, that would heal me up and back in the beautiful, beautiful warm water. Every day it was up and back. And what I began to realize is that I wasn't alone. So many leaders take on the triumphs of the job well done and absorb the disappointments, those moments when things didn't go right. Every single leader that I know needs a recovery program, needs to take care of themselves in radical and profound ways. You see, I had been working nonstop for eight years, seven days a week, 15, 16, 17 hours a day, nonstop. Now, I know I'm not alone because some of you right now might be listening going, oh my gosh, like you're crazy. Okay. But guess what I know? I'm not alone. At least one of you right now, one of you right now listening to my voice, you can raise your hand because you're either waking up really early in the morning and you're rolling over and you're picking up your phone and you're checking your email and you've launched into your day, but your feet haven't even touched the floor. You haven't even had a time, an opportunity to say a prayer or thank the good heavens that you're waking up with breath in your lungs. One of you. And if there's one of you, there might be two of you. But this is what happens when leaders are leading at a high level when we're doing a lot of things, when we're really wanting to change the world or build something great, like we work ourselves silly, just like I had. And so what I know and what I learned in those two months, almost every single day that that nanatorium was open, I was there. 
swimming, up and back, reacquainting myself with me. I know so many leaders that have been giving so much to the office, so much to their team, so much to their company, so much to their role that they've lost sight of themselves. I had. And so I know I'm not alone. Now, you may find this conversation uncomfortable, but I'd sacrificed every single thing that I knew. I sacrificed my health. I sacrificed my relationships. I sacrificed friendships. I even sacrificed being a leader that could listen because I was pushing so hard to build and to grow. And then whether you're running a small business or you're leading a multi-million dollar company, the reality is that unless you've had the time in a nanatorium or something similar, you, you might be extending yourself too much. You might be putting yourself in a place where you're not balanced. And so here are some of the lessons that I learned in that nanatorium. I learned that every single leader no matter what your role is, no matter if you're a vice president, a director, a CEO, a CFO, a CTO, a CISO, no matter what your role is, you must stay in radical self-care. So what does that mean? You might be asking yourself, hey, Jenny, what, what does that mean? It means you have to prioritize your self-care, your rest, your, um, your eating, your intake of liquids that are non-alcoholic, <laughs> your, uh, your, uh, your sleep, as I just said, your time with friends, time with family, time with loved ones, or finding or creating love, your children, if you have children, if you want children, you have to stay in radical self-care at least one hour a day. At least one hour a day has to be spent doing something physical, something connecting you to your friends and family, something creative, something that brings you a sense of peace, not something that you feel like you're not going to be good enough at. No, just something that brings you a sense of peace and a sense of balance. The second lesson that I learned and realized is that physical exercise is absolutely critical to be rebalanced. It's absolutely critical to restore your mind. So many of us are like, well, I, I don't know how to swim. Well, I don't know how to swim to this day, right now, today. I just came back from being in another pool and having a kickboard because I still have not learned how to swim, but I'm comfortable in the water. And so it doesn't matter what kind of physical exercise. You can take a walk. You can, you know, go for a bike ride, go for a run, play golf, whatever it is. But physical exercise for leaders is a stress releaser. It releases the proper hormones to help you kind of rebalance. It's a stress releaser so that your, your, uh, the stress hormones that actually make you gain weight, keep weight on your body, um, those stress hormones are released. Good hormones are flooding into your system. But physical exercise helps you rebalance. It helps you restore your mind. And then the next thing that I realized that every leader needs to know is that no matter what happens, whether it's the most highest high, the greatest possible thing that could possibly happen in your leadership, whether it's that 
sports the most horrible, the most tragic, the most challenging, whatever it is, that everything will be okay. You just have to trust yourself, involve yourself in some sort of consistent daily practice where you can release the things that didn't work and you can affirm the things that did or that do. So I share this with you. I called it my CEO recovery program because I was just that. I was a CEO of a multi-million dollar organization and I had not only burned myself out, but I'd burned other people out. And I'd gotten to a point where I no longer was walking the walk of a CEO. And this recovery program that I created for myself, and I'll share other things that I did in it, but this was the first step. The nanatorium, the water. Water is so amazing, too. Water is such a, is such a medicinal um, experience. It's so healing. And leaders need healing. We don't want to talk about this. We want to hold up and, and shout and be, you know, glorify, you know, working all night. Glorify working long hours, glorify being sick and still working. We have been in a culture that has glorified sickness, that has glorified working excess hours, that has glorified doing way beyond what we should. But what I want to share with you is that the lessons that I learned in that pool is that you got to get let go. Everything's going to be okay, no matter what's going on in your life today as a leader. Everything will be okay. Allow yourself to let it go. Allow yourself to breathe and allow yourself to heal. Hey, it's Jenny. Thank you so much for joining me in this week's episode of The Room, a safe place where leaders come together to talk about the things that we don't often share out loud. If you enjoyed your time in The Room, please like or subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. And if you want to learn more about our important work with leaders, head over to the website, leaderstransform.com and continue to be connected to our community. Thank you again for listening and make sure you invite someone to next week's episode of The Room.